0: Welcome to the Otherworlds GG Community Cast. This is episode number 46. I am joined today by Alien Pickle and Mellified. What is going on, fellas?
1: Hey, this is Malified. Uh It is a cold, cold, cold day here in Texas. I don't know what happened. Uh, I moved here so I didn't have to be cold, but, you know, apparently
2: the weather uh, is betraying my trust. Yeah. So... In moments, the windmills will freeze again. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: what's funny, hopefully,
2: not. Yeah, hopefully, not.
0: not. What's funny is, is the last time we did a recording, we didn't have any snow here. And then the very next day, we got like a mountain of snow. And I actually had to go out and like, because I'm part of the community volunteer, like, snow plow crew around here. And so, like, I had to go out and like hop in the truck and, you know, plow some snow off the roads and stuff like that. So, by the way, good time. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. But, um, yeah. I was complaining about not getting any snow, and then all of a sudden, boo, snow! So it's been freaking cold ever since. So, uh, well, let's um, let's dive on into the news. There's, there's, it's it, it's also weird that after we did our last recordings, all of a sudden, it's always when we're done doing something and we're out of our news cycle of recording the news that some big thing happens to like drop. <laughs> and like we've got two weeks now where we have to wait to before we can talk about it but like the rest of like the world has already talked about so i'm just going to get like the elephant in the room kind of out of the way about the fact that microsoft uh xbox has announced its intention and there's a big distinction there because they've announced their uh, intention to uh, acquire activision blizzard um so Basically, what this means from a legal sense is they don't own them yet. There's a whole process that Microsoft has to go through first before they make this uh, an official thing. So it's going to take like a year plus to do all of this stuff, to go through all the proper channels. So it's just the, the there's like a plan in motion to make it happen that both parties are uh, agreeing to is what this, is. Um,
1: this
2: so, is. So what else do
1: they have to do? Like the... government regulators have to approve it they have to get all the shareholders to approve it on both sides right Um, Mm -hmm. it's you know there's there's legal stuff they have to do
0: it's because it's such a huge purchase of of six it was like close to 69 billion dollars uh it was like 68.7 or something like that so it's a darn near 69 billion that's with a b Dollars, And that's just uh, insane, stupid money. But apparently Microsoft had like 120 billion in cash reserves because their, their plan is to buy this with cash, which is just stupid money. Like who actually oh, has I'm, cash? I'm surprised on they
2: didn't. I'm surprised they didn't offer up NFTs or something. <laughs> just be like, hey, we'll oh. pay for it in NFTs.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just think that's such a crazy thing. But like when 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 and if this goes through, that will now mean that Microsoft owns all of the craft games, right? They'll have Minecraft, they'll have StarCraft, they'll have Warcraft, you know, the the big three craft, you know, titles that are out there. Well, it's um, soon to
2: be the big four because Blizzard apparently for five years has been working on some open world craft. So thing. so
0: that's that was the other thing that I was gonna mention was is who knew that blizzard was working on some stupid survival crafting game um, for the last five years. Cause this is the first time I'm hearing about it. But PC gamer put out an article about this. Melify. Did you know about this?
1: I, I left blizzard in 2014. So this must've been spun up just after I left. Um, but I, I don't, I'm surprised. I can't imagine what blizzard would be doing
2: with a survival game. Frankly yeah unless it was mmo with a subscription
0: well what's weird to me is this whole thing with blizzard is is they've been they've been of course on on top of all of the ridiculous things that they've been dealing with and all of the bad pr and press and decision making that they've been doing you know they there's still no sign of overwatch 2 um we still don't have a, a diablo 4 the the diablo mobile game apparently is coming out this year uh, it's already in like Alpha beta on you know uh, select you know users. Um, some of these users are actually streaming it on Twitch. Um, but like you know with all of this stuff that's going on, it's weird that to find out that Blizzard has a survival game that they've been in development for for the last five years uh, considering how,
2: how, how are they how are they streaming it on Twitch? They're like holding their phone up to the webcam. Jim, that's such a silly question they have phones don't they
0: i mean there's 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 mobile apps right oh well, there's there's yeah, apps yeah. for there's apps for the pc that they use a lot, i mean i see a lot of people streaming stuff with like BlueStacks or other android yeah. emulators on the pc man come on okay come on plus there's also streaming apps like on the phone that allow you to like connect it to the computer to do stuff too there's all kinds i was gonna of say like this there.
2: there's an opportunity here for Elgato to make like a stream deck thing for your phone right like a like a little dongle you plug in that captures the phone screen.
0: Well, I think uh, Streamlabs even has an app that lets you stream your phone to Twitch and stuff like that too. So, but anyway. uh, also gross. All right, uh, I digress. But the point being is, is there's a lot of weird stuff going on around all this stuff. So anyway, elephant out of the way on that one. Just kind of like clear the air on that. I I personally think that this, if this goes through, this is, is going to be a good thing for gamers. I think that there's a lot of um, hyped uh animosity Uh, i think i think people are a little uh paranoid about antitrust bullshit i think people are a little paranoid about um uh, microsoft locking all of their stuff to exclusivity to pc and xbox which i also think is a little um paranoid um i think people need to like really yeah, I think I think people need to like you know wait it out and see what happens. I think, you know, I mean there there is a good possibility that a lot of stuff moving forward will be exclusive to the Xbox Windows platform, but there's so much entrenched stuff with um, like Activision and Blizzard that is so uh, cross-play and and vital to the ecosystem of some of those games that um, I I think it would it would service microsoft f- for making a profit to continue to allow some of these third-party titles in their arsenal to continue to be on other platforms
2: uh yeah, i think when, when i fire up my playstation and i've got like an xbox app on the playstation
0: i don't think then, that's i don't think that's uh, i don't think that's the thing i think like
2: no but it would be great would it remember, remember <laughs> whenever they were like hey we're gonna have like xbox streaming on the switch and everybody was like say what and that still isn't there, right? Like there, there is no Xbox Store on the Switch yet, but it sounds well, cool.
0: Well, I guess what I, I guess what I mean by this though is, is like with with Call of Duty, I think the big thing was like Call of Duty. Apparently, there's a big market for Call of Duty on the PlayStation, and I think there's a lot of people that play Call of Duty on the PlayStation, and I think that's such a huge market for Microsoft to continue to earn revenue from putting their games on PlayStation's ecosystem and not just lock it into an exclusive thing over on, on another. Yeah, cause, cause yeah. Microsoft's, yeah. Whole, my, I mean, I, I know that Microsoft's whole thing is about enabling people to play the games where they, where they want, when they want kind of a thing. And if, if there's already a built in like market for people to play it on a certain platform existing as of their purchase, it would be i mean it would it entice people to come over to microsoft sure but uh i don't know there's i just i just think there's still a chance that we'll see
1: i i I will say here's why i think you're wrong um starfield and elder scrolls 6 are xbox pc exclusives right and those are bethesda games that that microsoft acquired that were in development when bethesda was acquired and they were announced for ps4 or ps5 and now they're no longer going to be published on those platforms the the call of duty apparently has a has three years before the agreements with sony run out so call of duty will be on playstation for three more years and then i think it's gonna go away
2: and that might, and call, that might call, be... call of duty entirely goes away you mean goes well, away from, from playstation, from PlayStation. Oh, okay. It'll
1: be pc pc and xbox exclusive
2: and that no, might I think be the, and they, I that, think they need to take a few years off and just stop well, let, well let people just you know that's that's get a that's hungry a, for it again
0: that's another argument that i i think is is, is a valuable one but i mean i think mellified might be onto something with that i i think that that could be an appropriate thing is like we'll see another three years of it on sony and then maybe after a little while because maybe, maybe Microsoft will help them take it into a different direction to where it makes sense for it to be exclusive on Xbox and not, yeah. you know, go to the PlayStation. Like, I think there's time there for them to allow for it to become an exclusive. Um, and I think that's going to be the case for a while because there's so much entrenched stuff with Blizzard and Activision that I think to try and remove it, almost um, the existing stuff immediately... Would, would be detrimental. I think um, I think it would probably break a lot of things in the process trying to... Uh, I think, so I think taking their time to maybe make them exclusive to the ecosystem of Microsoft. But I, I think then again, that is exactly something that Phil Spencer and Xbox, which is interesting because it was kind of like slyly announced that he's going to be the new CEO of Xbox games, essentially. Like it's it's a new thing like they they didn't really like latch on to that when they made that announcement but if you're paying attention that's a that's a new thing that's a new title yeah. for him it's going to be a new situation uh new for business unit new, new business unit yeah so that's kind of a big deal and i think and i think well we'll shoot We'll we'll go we'll go into it now on some of these things too because i think what's going to be interesting here is um there was there was another article uh, from TechSpot about how Sony could respond to Microsoft's acquisition by acquiring maybe potentially EA or uh, Ubisoft or take two or whatever it is as like a response to this. And I was like, well, I don't think I don't think Sony making other purchases on their end is going to be the answer to what Microsoft is doing specifically. Because not only is Microsoft, Microsoft's making purchases, those are moves, Microsoft's making moves, but Microsoft also is making moves in other directions too. They're they're not just pushing their, their console anymore. It's a whole division of gaming, right? So it's not just Xbox, it's Xbox, it's PC, it's cloud, it's mobile. Like it's this whole thing about gaming as a whole unit rather than just focusing on games for a single console. And so because of that, because their their heads are in an ecosystem rather than a platform, I think that's the answer that Sony needs to give to this is also come out with their own ecosystem rather than focusing on the PlayStation as a platform. And if they can get more wrapped around that and and maybe make a purchase, maybe buy Ubisoft, I think Ubisoft would be the better choice for them to buy rather than EA. I don't think... You know, when you look at the controversies around Sony's problems in the past with accounts and all that stuff, and and then you look at EA's um, current trend of putting out you know broken games that then take years to fix, you know, I I don't think that's a good mix for for Sony and EA, honestly. Um, but I think I think maybe Ubisoft, if if they were to buy anything, would be the better thing to buy. Um, I don't I don't see them buying Take Two, but maybe buying take two but that's that's my my thought process but maybe maybe i'm not getting like the full picture here but
1: well i don't know that sony has the money to compete with these big 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 acquisitions that microsoft is doing
0: not Um, not on that scale and i think that article talked about that too sorry
1: yeah so like that's the part that that doesn't make sense to me is sony is just not uh microsoft has all this money that they can pull in from their cloud business which is extremely successful microsoft azure um so yeah i mean i don't i don't uh i mean
0: granted granted ubisoft and take 2 are worth less than 70 billion you know they're they're yeah. they're they're like 9 and 12 respectively which is a little bit easier to swallow um but that's that's a that's a lot of that's a lot to invest in on trying to quote unquote counter what Microsoft is doing i don't i don't think i don't think a blow to blow thing like that is going to be the response i really do think Sony needs to invest heavily and respond with its own ecosystem. That's where the competition's gonna be. And I think they've started. I, I I think they've started, right? Like I think that they're you know they're slowly rolling out games on the PC, for example. I think you know they're later this year they're supposed to roll out their their own um, cloud solution that's that's like uh game pass that combines these these two existing platforms that they have into one kind of thing so i think if they can get on the game pass level and then continue to release stuff on pc as as a, as an answer to that so it gives that you know it keeps their revenue up right because now they're selling stuff on the pc to pc players so they can still continue to make revenue that way yeah but uh this um this idea of purchasing their own stuff as an answer just doesn't make sense to me hmm.
1: i yeah i mean i think sony <sighs> i think sony is going to have a tough time like i i just don't think that they are going to be able to compete with microsoft in the same way microsoft is changing the business model for being a, a console game developer, right? They're, they're focusing on subscription revenue. They're going multi-platform PC and console for everything. Um, I mean, friggin' age of wonders is coming to console. Uh, you're getting Microsoft flight simulator on Xbox. Like they are making these concerted efforts to, uh, Give consumers the choice of where they want to play their games. And it doesn't matter to Microsoft because they make money either way. Um, I was commenting in our Discord the other day. I realized I had been buying games on Steam that I already owned on PC through the Microsoft Store because I bought it on Xbox and it's a PC Anywhere title. And I get the PC version for free. And I was like, holy shit, I can refund like a hundred bucks worth of games that cause I didn't realize I didn't even think to check whether it was right. a PC anywhere title, but more and more games are becoming PC anywhere or uh, games anywhere, or Xbox anywhere, whatever the hell the, the branding is, but <clears throat> cross by, you know, where you buy the Xbox, you get PC or you buy it on PC, you get Xbox. So like that's really consumer friendly. That's really, uh, uh, and it, and again, it doesn't matter to Microsoft because they made their money. They're happy, right? If you bought right. it from them, they took 30% or 12% or whatever right. it is, but they made their money. So they don't care if you play it on Xbox or PC. And I like that feature, one, because I do tend to buy games on both platforms, but also because a lot of those games have cross-save. So even if the game doesn't have a global cross-save solution, if it's Xbox Anywhere, the xbox version and the pc version share a save file through xbox cloud cloud saves right so that's awesome because then i can play it on whatever platform i want if i'm in the family room i can play on the xbox if i'm in my office i can play on the pc
0: and here's the thing that i've really been noticing too is the xbox app i mean when it first came out it was really buggy and clunky but over time it's become easier to use easier to find games easier to install games i feel like it's gotten better um i've been you know i've i've recently played through all of uh, halo infinite this way through their uh the xbox app on pc there um mm. you know and so like i've really been kind of um enjoying their ecosystem a little bit it's it still needs some work it still needs some refinement i, I i'm not saying it's perfect uh, and i but i do think that it's easier on the eyes than steam like i think steam's gotten so big that it's just like you know there's 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 features and stuff in steam i don't even know exist like they're like it, <laughs> it's so funny that like i'll stumble upon I was like i didn't realize steam had this like it's just weird because there's just
1: so much going on in steam these days um well they they tried to it, compete with discord and they built a whole social system into steam and i don't know anyone who uses it but it's all I, yeah. there, you yeah. know. It's all in the way. When like you're we trying to we get have like
0: they've had groups for the longest time. They've had friend lists for the longest time in Steam, right? Um, like we have a dis. We have a Steam group. We don't use our Steam group, but like we like. At least I haven't. Like I've rarely posted stuff in there. Like we have we have a uh, curators page even, uh, where I've I've thrown up some reviews on our curators page, um, but like it just to to me and and it's not to say that it's not used but i it's a system that i i just don't try to navigate cuz it to me it's not yeah. worth it's not worth the effort well,
1: it it's done better other places i feel like and right at the end of the day i just want whatever's easiest now i will say what's interesting about the xbox app uh was microsoft originally tried to make this whole crazy encrypted file system within windows
0: yeah what do they what did they call that it was some like windows
2: i tell you what i called it (laughs) 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 yes yeah yeah Yeah. you
1: could we're trying to keep this family friendly but (laughs) yeah um no but it's, it's xvd is the is the file Extension that it uses, but I don't remember what the name of the. Well, the they're they're is. slowly they're slowly doing away with that. Like that. Well, I was just gonna say is it's the Xbox now just goes into C colon backslash Xbox games and it installs it like a normal app, you know, and you can go in there and look at the files. You can throw mods in there. Like they've they've yeah. realized well, finally. And that I think they need I think, to be.
0: And I think the big catch with this, I think the big catch with this, with the mod stuff, was when they put uh, Mech Warrior Five. Mm. on on the store and they were like hold on mod support like and, and it's like we're not going to be able to play this because we can't put mods on it and like i think that's where microsoft started to realize you yeah know, and so then they made it work in a weird way they made like a mods directory that would tie yes. into the game and mm-hmm. it became this whole clunky thing but now they're slowly doing away with that because it's like for forever pc gamers have had access to these game files because people love mods and i think phil spencer is well aware of that um and the last kind of story i wanted to tie into with this and, this is, and the reason why i say this kind of stuff is because at, at, i think time and again phil spencer has proven to me and this is why this is why i i, I drink the microsoft juice is mm. He wants to revive old Activision Blizzard games. This is something that, like, you know, Blizzard has come out time and again. There was, like, people on panels that were like, you think you want this, but you don't. And I was like, do you realize the amount of people that would buy your retro games if you were just to sell them? Do you, do you realize that if you were just to put them out there, people would buy them up like that? Because there's no modern way to digitally play these games or to digitally acquire them because their CDs are scratched or maybe they've lost it over time or you know they don't whatever it is and so eventually they put out diablo one and warcraft one and two out on gog i bought that stuff up instantly because i was like that's that's way easier than trying to dig out my disc and trying to plug in my usb dvd player to try and install it on my computer if i want you know it's better than trying to go and torrent it or where's it or go to like you know oh yeah websites You know, if I can legally purchase it from you in a digital way, I will. And there's tons of people who will, too. And I'm so excited to see that if this acquisition goes through, that this is on the mind of Phil Spencer, that he is aware of this. And I think that it'll help with their licensing issue because, you know, they ran mm -hmm. into a wall. This could potentially help them with bringing back other games that they couldn't because of licensing issues.
1: One of of the things that... I was thinking about quite a bit with this acquisition, especially with the almost $70 billion price tag, is Microsoft has development teams that are sitting around that could be working on the next Spyro game, the next Crash Bandicoot, the next uh, whatever from Activision's back catalog that we haven't seen in 10 years. In many cases, I mean, Christ pitfall pitfall. I remember playing the hell out of that game on the Atari 2600, man. And that Activision owns that IP, man, that is theirs. So a modern reboot of pitfall could be in the works for Microsoft because they own the IP now by owning Activision Blizzard and Activision isn't interested in developing those. They're not interested in developing anything but call of duty, but Microsoft can take all that back catalog IP and and farm it out to other studios that they own or or contract out with. And we could see a ton of new games that, you know, from franchises we haven't seen in a long, long time. And I think that's I'm really I'm,
0: interesting. I'm Jim. Uh, this is this one's for you. But uh, Hyperblade, I want a modern version of Hyperblade. I, I would play that all day.
2: You're, th- you're the guy
0: i'm the one <laughs> like i i will i will buy a copy for myself and all my friends like i that's i loved that game did you guys ever play like i know jim did but Malfoy, did. yeah you it play came, i don't it
2: came with when you bought a 3dfx card back in the day right it's like you got hyperblade with it uh, yeah, i do dude. not remember even what that game is so it's a future
0: bad. it's a futuristic like hockey football style game where the dome okay. is inside of like a big oval football shaped like arena, and um, there's a it's it's a three man team, so you have two players and then a goalie, right? And so it was a it was a, it was like a it was like hockey meets like rugby meets like deathmatch. So like your player could get killed and decapitated, and then like the other team could use your head as the puck and to score a goal with, <laughs> like wow okay but but like there was like a whole like you know it was like you know boston playing new york like there was a whole thing of like a a league of teams and like this futuristic like sporting event and that i was like i i I, because it was original i thought it was like an original idea it was it was a it was a sports game that wasn't traditional right so it was very much its own idea of sports and with the realm of esports and with the realm of, like, MOBAs and all these other things, I think coming up with something wholly unique that's, like, just a different game entirely that is sports-based, mm-hmm. I think I think there's something there, honestly, with Hyperblade. But I'm the guy. I'm the only one who thinks that, probably. But whatever.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I fully support the return of... Uh, uh, what the hell was that called? It was Something Ball Brutal Deluxe. Speedball. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Speedball Brutal Deluxe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which which was a very bitmap brothers kind of game, but it yep. was it was basically uh like death hockey without yeah, skates. Yeah, I do remember that one. Well,
0: I mean, because like back in the day, in like the early two thousand, like late nineties, early two thousands, they had like street basketball games that they were putting out. They were doing, I mean, there was, they were, they were doing like the XFL was a thing for a little while. So like you know, there was, there was, there's all kinds of things out there that you could do that's not your standard like two K, like you know, basketball or Madden, you know, twenty thirty or whatever it is, like you yeah. know do do something fun cuz like there's 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 gamers out there that may not like your average sports but when you put like a twist on it that becomes a little bit more interesting then that's when i get that's 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 when i get interested because to me that's just like i i don't have to take this seriously I,
2: why this has is... why has the lfl never gotten a game <laughs> <laughs> my laundry yeah, laundry football league
0: or i found out the other day thanks to facebook for some reason about the micro wrestling federation
1: um is that little people yes yes awesome yeah
0: but it was it was awesome cuz they were doing like interviews with like the different wrestlers and i was like you know mm-hmm. what you guys found a thing that you love and i'm proud of you for it you know like it's yeah. it's not mine it's not my thing but i was just like look at you guys doing your stuff like i think that's awesome and there's a market out there for it so go for it you know but uh,
2: uh, isn't enthused though
1: <laughs> there's uh there's
2: also a little people
1: uh rodeo i know uh i've seen here in texas so
0: that doesn't surprise me that doesn't surprise yeah. me at all no. as a matter of fact i remember when i was in high school there was a group of ladies that was trying to get a ladies rodeo team together to actually go and compete and they and they got it they they actually were able to petition it and get it going so nice
1: nice well you know i i think Microsoft has been shaking up the industry, whether you love them or hate them or somewhere in between, right? You can't deny that they are making bold, big moves this generation.
0: Well, hasn't, hasn't gaming always been about innovation, right? And moving and moving the, the, the marker forward, because I feel like for so long we were just stale. It was just like, well, here's another here's another game that's kind of like this other game. Here's another roguelite, here's another 4X, here's another. I was like that's cool and all if you're into those genres, but like who's moving this forward as far as like the technology, the industry, like um more accessible, uh more tools, more developers. Like where, where who's doing that? And uh and I know that we shill sometimes for them uh without even being <laughs> um sponsored Aid. but, but yeah, yeah. you know especially i got an invitation the other day but even we don't have a studio but i got invited to the uh id program the id azure thing i got an email hmm. the other day at otherworldsgg about it um and i looked at the application and i was like well we don't have a studio and we don't have a website so uh can't yeah. apply for this but you know, it was interesting to read about because i was just wanting to get in as like a press thing to kind of go look at it you know but mm-hmm. Um, they don't have that available at the moment.
2: But anyway, moving I, on... I think Discord channel is our studio, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I like it. Discord.otherworlds.gg is our studio. But like, moving on with the rest of the news, speaking of EA, we talked about EA earlier. EA uh, announced that they're going to be releasing uh, not one, not two, but three new Star Wars games. Um, one of them is going to be a sequel to the, I would say, pretty successful... Um, uh jedi fallen order order, uh Mm -hmm. game so we're gonna get a sequel to that they've also announced a new strategy game and uh something else i don't remember off the top of my head the 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 thing that this reminds me of is the ever of ever like telling tale of ea which is we're releasing star wars games and we're going to cancel all of them but like two and so Because you know they talked about it. like we're developing a big open world game, it gets canceled. Well, we're developing this like underworld kind of criminal game. Well, it gets canceled. Well, we're developing this other, canceled. And you're just like, holy crap! Can you guys put out a Star Wars game, please? And so they they after Battlefront, they finally did, um, Fallen uh, Order, Fallen Order, and then they did the Squadrons thing. Now Squadrons is mixed reviews. Because um, it's definitely not a Rogue Squadron. It's definitely not an X Wing or Tie Fighter game. It's its own weird thing. I would say it's kind of like a weird mashup of uh, Battlefront. Honestly, they took the space stuff from Battlefront and kind of turned it into like its own. Uh,
1: somebody, somebody pointed out that with the lanes that you have and all the AI uh fighters in squadrons, that it's actually a MOBA.
0: The the and that, the multiplayer thing. The, mo- yeah, the multiplayer yeah. mode, yes. The multiplayer is a hundred percent a MOBA. Uh, the the whatever the 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 um, the assault mode, whatever it is, where mm-hmm. you have to go and assault the other team's capital ship or whatever it is. That's that's very much a MOBA. It doesn't look like it at first, but like when you really break down the elements, it's a hundred percent because yeah, you have, the, you, have mobs, you have mobs, you have mobs, you have lanes, you have like you have all of those elements. That's all in there.
1: And well and the capital so, ships are the towers, right? Like right. it's 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 the gameplay of a MOBA just translated into uh you know the fighter
2: skin. Are you, t- are you talking about the new one? Squadrons. Yeah, yeah, squadrons, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely like not exactly that. But the maps, even though there are like a bunch of different maps, they're all the same map. You well, know? cuz yeah, the ships are always in the same arrangement. Cuz that's that's they a MOBA, to, right? They need to so change the... that. Right, yeah. I just feel like it would be it would have been much much more interesting had each of the maps also had a randomized ship composition. You well, know? And so here's, it's and like, here's oh here's... this time there's two star destroyers and
0: well, and right. here's the other thing though, like when you compare this to games of the past, like specifically, it, it it's arguable if it's the best one in the in the lineup. But when you look at X Wing Alliance, um with its customization features for uh, multi, like for custom scenarios and multiplayer, like you can have huge battles um, and they can all be based around however you want to try and do them, whatever scenario that you want to try and make, you want it to be just fighters versus fighters. You can do that. You can have primary objectives and secondary objectives. It's a, it's a, it's an actual like, you know, space combat, star Wars simulator thing that you can build out. And, um, Especially with the modding community today, they've really made that game look real pretty and added in a ton of new content to play with, and it's a shame that we got what we got. And the story was not very original either. That was my complaint about Squadrons, but, you know, that's this is not a review show, but anyway. Um, speaking of Star Wars, LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga finally gets a release date, I believe, is in the next couple of months, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, March, um, I think. Yeah. Um, I've been following this for some time. They announced this game a while ago. It's actually been on, like, Steam's website for a couple of years, I think. Um, and so they finally are going to put it out. I watched the video of it, and I was actually kind of excited about some of the gameplay element changes that they're doing. They're making combat a little bit more compelling, a little bit more challenging. Um, you have to, um... Uh, do it a little bit more like there's actually health bars on enemies now rather than like it takes two shots to take that down takes three shots to take that down like um you know it it may not be that way um moving forward and uh they've definitely polished some things up so instead of making like individual games for because they made a they made a um a force awakens lego game but then after that they did not make a um rise of skywalker or uh whatever episode the eight last was. one was yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: now i would i would completely support if they made a tie fighter x-wing style of lego game like well they've got the they space would be combat great... in this
0: so they they're putting in yeah. space combat into this
2: yeah but i'm saying it could they could do like this is an excellent excuse to remake x-wing alliance or whatever yet again but with lego do it lego yeah
0: yeah. Well, Lego seems to be like the movie game thing now, right? Because you used to have like a game that was like a tie in to the movie. And I think Lego kind of arbitrarily became that after a while because they have all of like the Harry Potters in Lego. They have all the Lord of the Rings in Lego. They have all the Hobbit, Marvel, DC. All of that stuff is like in a, a LEGO, Batman, um, Indiana Jones you know all that stuff is now built into a, like a Lego game and i think that's brilliant i think it's a brilliant way to do a tie-in game with a uh an ip um i, I
2: yeah plus you're not you're not uh restricted to strictly telling the story the plot of, right the plot right
0: right because you can have fun you with can it just, like you can twist it and and you know it becomes entertaining you're still following the general yeah. overall story but there's there's silly things in between because it's lego i i 100 approve of of this uh,
2: media <laughs> um all right i just feel like all the lego games are kind of samey you know, it's they like run around, break a bunch of stuff.
0: Which is why, I, which is why I only play a couple of them. Um, the the gameplay loops are definitely similar, but like what you do and the the cool things that you do within them are a little bit different. So, like I only play, I only play the Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter's and the Star Wars ones. I did the Jurassic Park one, but all the other ones are kind of uh, uh, Marvel and DC are not compelling enough for me to play them. So. Yeah. See,
1: it's it's a shame because the Lego City Undercover, which I will promote every time I get a chance, is the best Lego game, period, hands down. And one of the reasons is because it's an open world, unlike every other Lego game, which may have a hub world, but the missions are, you know, um, most of the time it's a series of missions. There are, I guess, a couple of the Marvel ones are open world now, to be fair. um but it was the first open world one and it is set up where you get all kinds of interesting upgrades by completing different things in the game. So I think they're, they're they're called red bricks in the game. And I think the average Lego game might have 10 to 20 Lego city undercover had 40 red bricks that you could collect that gave you various upgrades. And it made the game a lot more interesting and a lot more fun and dynamic. And I really, I'm surprised that that Traveler's Tales, the developer, hasn't taken more of the ideas that worked so well in Lego City Undercover and used them in the other Lego games, because that came out when it was a Wii launch, t- Wii U launch title. So that was, what, 10 years ago now? Yeah, I think so. 2008 was the Wii U, I think. So more than that. So it's it's a strange thing, but I'm I'm really interested to see what they do with Skywalker Saga, because lego star wars was the first lego game the original trilogy uh was one of the very first lego games so i'm i mean it needs an update to be modern and relevant for sure yeah
0: they completely from the ground up i think redid all of the saga stuff and i'm actually really excited to try it because i'm because like you guys said the the gameplay loops are very similar so i'm really looking forward to seeing um yeah i hope they innovate yeah for sure yeah, yeah. All right, what do we got here um, that's next?
1: Crisis 4 is coming out. It's been announced. Um, I'm not surprised. Crisis 1 through 3 got a remaster recently. Uh, it's almost certainly using the same engine as Crisis 4. A lot of times developers will go and port their old games to the new engine as a way to test the engine and refine it for the next game. So uh, no big surprise. Uh, we're getting Final Fantasy XIV back after six weeks of being off sale because they couldn't keep up with demand. Uh, always a good problem to have, even if it's pretty frustrating for players, but uh, I guess they've kind of caught up with, with uh, the servers there.
0: Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to giving it a, a, another go. Cause um, I might make a new account because I found out you can play for free up to level 60. So I kind of want to jump in and see what it's all about mm. with a new account. So I'm going to give that a, that a go.
1: Nice. Uh, a little well so the steam deck we got a release date it's coming out the end of february officially it'll start shipping um you can if you pre-ordered for five bucks you can go on to steam and see what your uh availability date is by going to the uh steam deck order page it'll show you q2 Um, 2022 right here baby mine is q1 so i hopefully will be
2: getting one of the early you uh, suck (laughs) Well, I wonder, we'll see. I, I'm not. I wonder how exactly much scalping that. is going to be going on. Like, oh, I bet day one those 100. things are going to be two thousand dollars. Hundred
0: percent, a hundred percent. Well, I've got one I guaranteed go though, so I'm I'm looking forward to getting it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see you know what it looks like. Um, actually use it. We've seen games that are getting rated for Steam Deck if compatibility you, if now. If you go, we if you go to,
0: if you go to Steam Deck's Twitter page there is a whole list of of um posts of different developers playing different games with video footage of them playing the games so go check out their twitter page and you can see some of these games being played on deck um Mm -hmm. by by the developers because all the developer versions have been sent out so
1: yep and we've so we've seen some other news coming out about the steam deck itself um Valve is actually putting a lot of work into the Linux drivers because the Steam deck natively it can run Windows, but natively out of the box it's going to run uh, Linux. And they've been optimizing those drivers to improve the battery life, uh, which is going to benefit you know everybody who uses Linux on a mobile device, which is pretty cool. Um, and but more interestingly, Steam is going is saying they are going to have a feature where the Steam deck will let you suspend the game, and then start playing it on another device. Yeah, that's crazy. This is this is something we've even heard about from the consoles, and I don't think we've actually you know seen it it uh, happen. But this is part of like a dynamic cloud sync feature where it's going to save you know basically snapshot the game state and then send it over to your your other devices through the Steam Cloud. So should be pretty interesting. That's certainly. Uh, gives it makes me excited because it makes the steam deck much more flexible i can play it in the family room and then go back to my pc and play it on my you know big screen 4k display uh with my high-end graphics card but i can still take that game on the go which is pretty cool
0: absolutely um well moving on with more news here uh Watch Dogs legion to no longer receive updates um Wah, wah not really a surprise here i have this game and i have yet to even play it i've got it installed um just hasn't uh i i got it with excitement and then after i got it uh i was just hearing more and more people were like eh, it's meh um
2: yeah i played it some it's okay it's like watchdogs turned into far cry where it's just like it is the same game in a difference like the map changed but everything's the same I I wasn't a big fan, but then they were like, hey, we're going to make Rainbow Six Extraction, right? Which is an asset flip of Rainbow Six. And it's like, I found out, like, even the aliens and stuff are asset flipped from, like, some prior event thing that they did. And it's just like, oh, well, that's pretty disappointing. So they put that out for free pretty quick on uh, Game Pass. So if you want to experience it, which I thought was interesting, right? Because that's like the first time that they've integrated um ubis stuff with the game pass deal like for people that aren't subscribers to the ubi unlimited whatever
1: yeah yeah it uh it was surprising i think because they're hoping the game will have uh a lot of microtransactions cosmetic dlc so they're they're figuring they'll make their money back on that rather than the game sales but um Watchdogs Legion had some interesting ideas. I'm just not sure it kind of came together the way that that we all would have hoped, so it's a little bit unfortunate. Um, We also got news of the next Elder Scrolls Online expansion called High Rock. It's uh, all about the Bretons and kind of their history, so... Uh, that'll be coming out in the summer, uh, but you can pre-order it now and get some in-game uh, bonuses.
0: You know, I, you gotta, I gotta, I gotta applaud Elder Scrolls Online, man. Like they keep putting that game's got content for freaking years. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my gosh!
1: Like, congratulations. they kind of got they've got a pretty standard like cycle now where they do an expansion in the summer, they do a couple dungeons and then the next summer they do another expansion and the expansions are paid upgrades. Uh, even if you are a subscriber, but you get the dungeons for free if you, if you subscribe. So, yep, yep, yep. Um,
0: um all right. well back to some xbox news here um it was recently reported that xbox had the best year of all time in 2021 um uh, based on revenue with you know all of the g- new game uh game pass subscribers uh game sales and all that stuff so these guys uh, i guess their content and service revenue was up 8.8 percent um, but their hardware revenue was up sixty three point three percent, which I found a little bit interesting. Um, all a lot of considered. Xbox Series consoles there, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty stellar. So I'm I'm pretty pretty excited for them. Pretty happy for them. So good job, Microsoft.
1: <clears throat> uh, speaking of breaking records, the Epic Game Store is approaching two hundred million users now. That would be a little more impressive if they weren't giving away a free game every like, week. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, or two. Uh, you know,
1: like, yeah, it's crazy. Sure, sure. So, I mean, that's that's the majority where those users are coming from. But well, that's here's, why Epic's doing it. Right. I have a I
0: have a, people. I have a coworker who is like a holdout on Epic because they 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 were one of those people like when Epic first started doing all this like store stuff and buying out developers and doing exclusive deals. They're like. Ah, screw Epic. They're terrible, terrible, terrible. And I was like, you know, I think at this point, like, it's kind of just like meh anymore. I think at this at this rate, like, you know, I think competition's good. I think I think Epic learned its lesson on some of the things that it did, where it kind of screwed over people that had already bought in, expecting to get a game on Steam. So they backpedaled and re-released certain games on Steam after a while because they realized that they broke previously written deals, essentially. Um, But I think the exclusivity thing, I think people need to get over that because that's just kind of the market of games anyway. Like we we, it's something that's existed for forever, you know, timed exclusive releases here and there. So I don't think it's that big of a deal anymore, but I was just like, dude, they're, they're putting out free games all the time over on Epic. Like, you know,
1: at least. least, Yeah. I was going to say the Damon X Machina um was just released on steam for 40 bucks and we got it for free on epic a week later so uh that's a pretty pretty compelling uh pretty compelling deal
2: yeah i think where they pissed everybody off was with the uh hey i'm gonna pre-order this game on steam right and got everybody to wishlist it and whatever and then the developers were like well actually we're gonna pull our game off of steam because we're gonna, and that that's where all the bad right. PR went. Right. You know, because otherwise it would have just been like, yeah, whatever.
0: It was a snafu of like a, of a of a situation for sure, but I think now that things have kind of like calmed down and moved other. And then his other response was as well. They had account issues, and I got my account hacked like you know five, six, seven, eight years ago, and I was like, well, I mean, that's a long time. Everybody's ago. Everybody's been hacked. You know, yeah. And it's just like I think you know it's not. Yeah, i don't know like people have their reasons and they're allowed to have their reasons i just think at this day and time the the holding out for the the saltiness from like 10 years ago is a little a little much but
1: yeah i i i mean i understand not wanting to have multiple launchers on the pc but that ship has sailed <laughs> like yeah. we we are you know ubisoft uh origin battle, battle net, net- the, i mean you're
2: stuck yeah, yeah rock, star. rock star yeah it, it's like i just want all my movies on netflix <laughs> two and oops. two
0: yeah yeah good luck <laughs> yes. with that but it's also like so two, it's... two ea launchers right because they have their their current one and their beta one which is making me salty mm. because the only way i can do ea play stuff is with their new launcher but they don't have all of their games in their new launcher so i have to use their old launcher if i want to uh it's so irritating
2: yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's pretty terrible. And honestly, that it's why I specifically avoid fucking around with EA stuff on Microsoft's Game Pass. Like, mm. I've got Game Pass stuff for PC. I do not want to install it because the only way I can get it to uninstall is to, like, fire up Revo Uninstaller <laughs> and, like, yank it out of the registry, you know, with a third-party app. Because otherwise, like, I can uninstall it and it continues to show up in my Steam list. Or my, not my Steam the Microsoft list when right. I open the Xbox app. Right. It will be there forever because the two apps don't talk to each other. So then ah. I have to go in and gut it out through the registry. And it's just like, this super sucks. They, I don't understand why they needed to redevelop Origin anyway. I, I think part of the reason was actually the way that it redeemed yeah. codes. Because you could actually redeem something and then pass that code around to your friend and
0: Well the other the other problem the other problem they ran into with the um was when they did the EA play stuff. The EA play stuff, in order to get that to work, they needed a new launcher and and that was part that was part Uh of it. Anyway.
2: Well moving on. I don't don't understand why all their stuff isn't in it yet then, because I thought all of their stuff was I don't get it either. Like,
0: I, I don't understand why I have to launch the original uh, launcher just to play 1942. Um, Like, I don't get yeah. that. Like, I don't well, get why. Well, loading up
2: Origin keeps me from playing Origin games anyway, because I really just don't like going into Origin. And if I <laughs> haven't run it in a long time, then it forgets my password, which is a bitch, because I've already forgotten my password, too. <laughs> so every time I want to play something on Origin, I have to go through password recovery thing. And it just sucks yeah i hear you it's like we we can't even remember your password for you you're (laughs) so good
0: all right
1: well moving right along here what else do we got uh let's take a look so uh the drum game series from japan taiko no tatsujin and i apologize if i butchered that i think i got it right Uh, Just recently came out. They had a Switch uh, version that came out in Japan uh, last year, and they released the software on both PC and Xbox. But the game is like a rhythm game, like Rock Band or or Guitar Hero, uh, except with drums. But the game is so laggy on PC, it's unplayable, basically, um, because you can't hit the notes correctly. Oof, that's not... Yeah. Um, Now, you can use different instruments. I actually imported uh, two sets of the drums to play the game on the Switch, but with a um, Brook uh, Xbox Wingman adapter, you can actually plug those Switch drums into the Xbox and play it uh, with the drums. Supposedly, the Xbox version's a little bit better than
2: the PC. I'm I'm looking at the Xbox app on store right now, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, on PC and uh, that game isn't listed anymore. So they must've pulled it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. So
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to trying it. Hopefully they'll fix it soon. And hopefully it's not a, a
2: huge headache to fix, but um, it's always just, well, it is there if you search for it, but it doesn't show, it doesn't show in the like recently released queue anymore. Mm okay okay but it's a 50 dollars game
1: yeah yeah it's full price release so they really shouldn't have screwed that up uh
2: it's probably safe to say yeah bandai namco because they also do like all the sword art online games and stuff they're one of those companies that just doesn't understand pc at all yeah you know it's like hey let's start our game full screen at 720p Yes. And then oh. you have to sit through a 15-minute cutscene before we even let you get near an options menu. And, yes. you know, just all the terrible things. Like, I read comments, uh, you can play the Sword Art games with PC or on PC with a keyboard and a mouse, hmm. but if you look at the key map, it's, like, all over the keyboard. Oh. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we're not going to use the arrow keys, but we're going to use, like, some weird keys like uh jkl and semicolon is the camera keys it's like oh, wow, wow that's like straight out of Vim, guys yeah you know? yeah they got some unix fans apparently running their pc division yeah Jeez. and then it's like well then it's like control and f to do like the special attack it, it's it's like, Monster Hunter Rise is probably one of the Japanese games that gets keyboard control right this time. Like, mm. even World didn't do it great, but Rise, they figured it out. So I'm happy with that. It still took a couple of rebinds, but not, like, a extensive rebind. And thank God they let you rebind keys. Yes. There's a lot of Japanese games that don't even have a, an option to change keys yep. around. Yeah, that's always terrible.
1: I've actually seen people who go and make auto hotkey scripts for specific Japanese games to move all the keys around on the keyboard so that it's actually playable. Yeah. Um, all right. So there is a fan made PC port of Ocarina of Time that is uh, apparently going to be coming out.
2: This. Oh, oh my God. They remade it in Unreal Engine and it's <laughs> awesome
0: no it's not that so remember Uh, remember that team that did uh mario 64 um that was like that that did that had their own little engine thing but it was essentially the same game but it was made available to be able to play on they're doing the same thing here um so i'm actually
1: compiling it i guess
0: yeah i'm really excited about um about this though. So it'll be interesting. Now, there is be- because of because of some previous stuff um I guess take 2 if you remember sued those programmers who decompiled GTA. Um but Oh yeah. Um I I'm I'm saddened that that happened especially considering that they put out their own version of a GTA remastered and it was a terrible terrible flop. Um I don't even think people are talking about it anymore. Um but I'm actually looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to check it out when it comes out.
1: Yeah, so uh, in other retro news, I am always, uh, uh, have been a big fan of the Mr. for a while now. Um, we have a couple different updates from the Mr. community. So the PlayStation 1 core is uh, making astounding progress. Uh, the developer, FPG is his uh, Twitter handle. He is blazing through uh, features and getting this thing up and running. Uh, Right now, most of the focus is on the sound aspect of the PlayStation. Now, there was a bit of bad news. Um, The Mister has kind of two options for uh, add on boards. A lot of people pick the analog board because they want to go out to a VGA monitor. And unfortunately, the. PlayStation Core will require a second RAM stick for picture-perfect or audio-perfect emulation of the sound on PlayStation. It'll work with one stick, but uh, not as not as well. Um, and only the digital I.O. board, not the analog I.O. board, supports two RAM sticks. So, um, you know, that's a little bit disappointing, but obviously this thing is still going to work with sound uh even if you have the one stick so people uh can still enjoy this core and uh I know I see people they're going through and playing the hell out of PlayStation games right now to try and get all the bugs cleaned up so I expect we'll see this actually released uh, out of beta pretty soon that's actually pretty um, exciting yeah yeah it's pretty amazing uh we're also getting a Sega Saturn core that's being developed uh, not quite as far along as the PlayStation one, but uh, SRG320 is the developer who's working on that, is very well known in the community for making excellent uh, ports. And the Atari 2600 core has basically been dropped from Mr., and a lot of people would, well, oh my god, why is that? Well, the Atari 7800 actually had perfect uh, emulation of the 2600 or perfect playback of 2600 games. So they've just put their focus on updating the 7800 core, and now it works with both 2600 and 7800 games. Um, we're also getting a couple new computer cores, a couple new uh, arcade cores have come out, and the, uh, the um, update all script has gotten a pretty major update to make it work better and faster. So lots of cool stuff going on in the mister for sure.
0: Nice, very nice A um, little bit of VR news um, there was some big waves recently with the new, uh, or at least the early access release of Zenith MMO um, it is uh, on Oculus as well as on Steam um, you can get this MMO, uh, I, I, we've, we've got a person in our community uh, who uh, has been playing it and they are giving it rave reviews themselves they say it's the most one they've had in gaming in a long time uh, they say it's a pretty fleshed out MMO from what they're experiencing. So it's got a lot of MMO uh, mechanics to it. But because it's VR, like there's a lot of like, you know, you have to hold the shield up in front of you to block attacks. You have to mm-hmm. do a lot of those kinds of things. So it's a very manual MMO compared to your point your point and click and, you know, uh, hit your action bar items um the one thing he said that was funny is is you can make food and beverages and all that kind of stuff in the game there's actually like a cooking mechanic going on for like heels and stuff like that so if someone is unconscious you can actually or even if they're conscious but it's meant to be like if they can't do it themselves you can actually force people to drink like smoothies and stuff (laughs) like that so they they were explaining to pickle and i the other night the the funny mechanics of uh forcing people to like eat the food
2: that you make it, uh, it seemed a little bit rapey chef to me
0: but yeah, yeah. it was it was it, yeah it's a little cringy but it was also kind of funny like just like the way he was ex- the way he was explaining it was funny but in reality it kind of seems a little like cringy so but uh well i i'm curious about checking it out myself I, I would like to but uh we'll see
1: i i think uh it's worth noting it's uh on steam got a 10 percent launch discount so you save like three or four bucks and on Oculus, it is by between the Quest version and the PC version. So I I tend to get stuff on Oculus Store for that reason, because I can play it with the super beautiful graphics off my PC, either wirelessly or with the USB cable, or I can load it up on the headset and just play uh, off the headset with a with little bit less fidelity on the graphics.
2: Yeah, I do wish that more games, whenever it's you know play anywhere or whatever right so it's you know um or cross by or whatever the term is because microsoft uses a different term because i was hunting on their site i'm like well okay with all the sales going on and i was looking at buying uh the uh golden axe trilogy mm-hmm. thing and mm-hmm. it's like okay well i can get the capcom like uh beat em up bundle thing on xbox or i can get it on the pc but is it just cross by can can i if i get it in the microsoft store is it so then i started looking in the microsoft store and it's just like i just want to list show me everything that's cross by and Hmm. i really wish that the games it was like prominently listed like underneath the game where it says oh it's on game pass or whatever also tell me if it's cross by or not that would be great. Just be like very obvious about it because I am more apt to buy a game on the Microsoft store if it is cross buy, because if it is PC only, then I'm going to get it on Steam. But if it was cross buy, I would buy it on Microsoft's platform. So that's the way that they're going to get money out of me is by. Doing yeah. That. Well,
1: and it's strange because they do have filters, at least on the website uh, for features, but Mm. Uh PC Anywhere or whatever, Xbox Anywhere
2: is not one of the features you can filter on. Right. Which seems like a big mess. And so. there and there is actually a way to do it. If you go on to a Microsoft site for the Xbox and then you dig in the menus, you can actually find a, a filter Oh, that okay. does it. But it it's like everything that was on there that was crossed by was already in Game Pass, basically. <laughs> so right. it was just like, well, okay, whatever. Um yeah. So the uh, the other thing that is of value to me is things that you can cloud play because it's Xbox 360, right, that I could play on Game Pass. And then it's like, oh, well, I can actually sit here at my PC and play some old 360 stuff. You know, it, it ain't like I'm going to be loading up Puzzle Fighter or being able to buy that anywhere on PC. So it, it's like, OK, well, that's kind of neat, you know, mm. Um but yeah, so the the big ticket thing was like Guardians of the Galaxy when I bought that when it came out, um, that was not cross play by whatever. So it was it right. was just like, OK, well, I'd have to buy it on PC and again on the Xbox. But oh, God, why? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I just ended up saying, well, you know, I I'll get it on Steam and if I want to play it on the TV out there, I'll just hook my laptop up, whatever. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think the whole industry could do a better job of advertising this. And I think the reason it doesn't happen is because no store wants to be the one that says, Hey, you're, you can, you know, go play this somewhere else too. Um, but
2: Microsoft should, should, you know, make it obvious. Well, for yeah. Sure. Microsoft, it's, it's just like, Hey, you know what? It is PC and Xbox. Like yeah. that's a, a huge feature. So it you is. guys were talking earlier about PlayStation and their market share and then mm-hmm. microsoft locking things to the microsoft platform and you know like call of duty or whatever how much of a sigh of relief is it for developers that it's like oh god we don't have to port to the playstation with their funky chips and you know the emotion engine or whatever crazy thing that they do in whatever generation right because it used to be like you had to learn how to make your game twice Yes. Yes. Right. The
1: the the PS4 and PS5 are much closer to a PC than the earlier consoles, as is the Xbox. To be like, like the PlayStation
0: 3, for example. PlayStation 3, I think was that people said that pain.
2: Yeah, I feel like it should just be like they need a standard, right? It'd be like Android. Well, Amazon has Android Fire version it mm-hmm. has its own app store but it's still android under the hood and if you make a game for one you made it for both right mm, yes and so, no
0: though i mean there's still some caveats though because some things don't perform as well as like others like i can install the play store on my like fire tablet or whatever it is but it doesn't yeah. mean everything that like i install is going to work like it's supposed to um, right
2: but i i guess what i mean is just like if it's a pc it's a pc you know, like the hardware is, and then your OS may be a little bit different, but, you know, it's like for for people that are making PC games, I can make games on the Xbox and all I got to use is DirectX anyway. But then if you go over to the PlayStation, well, obviously they don't have DirectX, so does that mean that I have to, like, transform all my stuff but into OpenGL? It's not necessarily,
0: yeah. it's, well, yes, but I mean, it's not necessarily like,
2: well, if, if you use if unreal
1: right if you use unreal engine you push a button and it makes the playstation version for you now you may have to do some
2: optimizations but right. the engine does a lot of it for you which helps i think yeah so so we've reached the point where it's code at once and then hit a button to pipe it out to whatever platform right so at that point it's kind of like the platform doesn't really matter except for hardware difference between but that would be like if I had a, one brand a laptop versus another brand a laptop, they're both a laptop that plays games, right? But one may be performing different in different ways than the other. So I feel like Sony and Microsoft, if they just kind of like made it easy on the developers and that, just said, okay, we have a unified architecture or whatever. That's, but I feel like, they would have to I feel com- like that's they would not have the to- point. Like, well, yeah, but I'm, I, the point was, if you don't have to make shit for the PlayStation, does that make your life easier? And I feel like maybe it does. I mean, I think so, the
0: opposite could be said about the Xbox. Like, if you're just making a PlayStation game that you don't have to try and make it for the Xbox, that make your life easier?
2: Well, yeah, and you see a lot of games that are PlayStation exclusive that just never get ported, right? And it's not because there's some sony exclusivity right like i was looking at some no, games I, from atlas yesterday and i'm just like wow they never are making pc ports or xbox well, ports I, and this stuff
0: i think i think that's because that's a deliberate decision not to not because of like they don't want to do some kind of program managing to like make the port i think that there's i mean i think that sony themselves because they now have the sony studios like on steam for example and some stuff like on Epic, I think they are making deliberate decisions to port stuff over to PC. But like, I don't think. I think that's kind of what makes Sony Sony for what it's worth. You may not have heard of them, but Sony for what it's worth does have a lot of exclusive games. Uh, I've, I've heard of Sony, and so you know they they definitely have their own ecosystem of stuff going on, and they have a huge back catalog. Um, oh, yeah, And so it's, you know, I just, I, I think that's kind of the point between uh playing where you want. First of all, it's playing where your friends are. So, like, why do you buy a PlayStation right. Well, all the people that I hang out with have PlayStations? Okay, that makes sense. Hunter, why are you into Xbox? Well, I primarily play on PC, but Microsoft has been doing a lot with, like, you know, PC these days. And, you know, they, I, it just makes sense for me to have an Xbox with my PC because then I can play, like, you know 85 percent of the market out there on gaming you know because i have pc and an xbox so but anyway let's uh let's get back to the news here and uh start wrapping some of this up um sure uh and in some weird vr news metaverse advertising could involve tracking your eyes and more which kind of uh creeps me out just a little bit not gonna lie um cause I could arbitrarily be looking at something and it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm staring at a, a well, pot pot of water. Does that mean that they try and sell me a pot now? Like, are they going to send me to like some, you know, kitchenware website? Like I, just,
2: I well, look. okay. Are they tracking your eyes like off your computer screen? or Are they talking about like putting a Toby eye tracker inside of the next generation of Oculus, which is a thing that's been talked about for a while. Right. Yeah. I think it's inside the headset so they'd be tracking what you're looking at
1: in VR. So if you're in a the metaverse and you're walking down, you know, Central Boulevard and you glance over at the virtual bank, you're going to start getting Wells Fargo ads
2: or whatever. Uh, yeah, I guess. I I just look at like instead of looking at like what advertisements did people look at, it's more like hey, if uh, if somebody's looking to the side or something, then we pull that more toward the center of their view because you know, like, let's say you had a game, and then there's interface elements that are in the in the corners, but because it's in the corner, you, your lens isn't focused to it. So if you actually look down there, it'll draw it up to the center of the screen kind of thing. It, it could be used for technical reasons, not just straight evil. But they'll use it for some shit, though. I mean, guaranteed.
0: Um, in Nintendo news, um, it looks like they're going to be porting Kingdom Hearts to the Switch, which, congratulations Switch users, you'll be able to play those. Um, Metroid Prime 4 developers are looking for some tools engineers. There was some buzz on Twitter from Retro Studios about all of that. Uh, they, I guess they've put stuff on some um, sites about looking for some new staff. For that, which is, I guess, good to see that Metroid Prime Four is still being developed, but it's been uh, it's been a while, so I'm I'm not really holding my breath on that one. Uh, Pokemon Legends has been released and is uh, getting some pretty good uh, record sales going on for that. So, is that one that you picked up, Mel? Did you, did you pick that one up,
1: or your kids? Uh, I I have it on Switch. I have not played it, and my uh, one kid who's a pl- uh, pokemon fan hasn't played it yet um
0: and in weird tech news interesting tech news uh unique tech news um the elgato company has put out a pedal uh so that you can you know do stuff with your deck via the pedal uh, mute unmute change scenes whatever you want to kind of program your pedal to do this is on un- this isn't anything like unlike the other you know you know third-party pedals you can get out there for your pc to, to have as extra buttons to do things hands-free with um so congratulations Elgato. um windows 11 is finally gonna they would mentioned this before they launched 11 but they the android support is actually coming so it looks like they're going to be bringing um, update updates soon that'll actually start doing the support for Android apps on Windows 11, which I'm looking forward to checking out. I'm really excited about that one. Um, let's see what else we got here, Melified.
1: Uh, let's see, we've got a <laughs> uh, this guy uh, posted a video of him playing with his mouse after he modded it to cut the back off because he felt it was unnecessary. Um, Basically, there are multiple styles of gripping the mouse, and so one of them is people kind of float their hand above the mouse and just push the buttons. Yeah, it's like the claw, yeah. The claw, yeah, so I guess that was his... There's there's, there's claw and palming. Right, right. So he was a a claw player, I guess, but uh, it was just kind of a silly... Uh, quote where he was saying, "I don't need the effing back of the mouse." So, okay, you know, enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> um, I will say
2: that my hand never actually touches the top of the mouse, like the way that I play. I'm a, I'm Doctor Claw. But yeah, I I'm, I don't know. I don't know anybody that actually like puts the weight of their hand on the mouse.
0: I I don't either. But like, I also don't claw it. So like the. I would say the right side of my hand, where like my ring and pinky are, rest on the mouse, and the side where my you know index and middle finger are, those that's raised up some.
2: So, so, so it's basically you're gripping the mouse between your pinky and your thumb, right? Right, and, but like half my hand. The rests. ring finger.
0: Yeah, but half my hand rests. You know, so.
2: Wow. Rests where? On on the mouse. Okay.
0: So I'm using my pinky ring finger and thumb, not just my pinky and thumbs. So. Makes any sense.
2: Yeah. But, it, but I, that's kind of the, the claw thing, right? Cause
0: yeah, but it's not up though. Like I'm not like, I mean, have you seen, like I've seen people that just like, like they only their fingers, only literally the tips of their fingers ever touch the mouse.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's me. I mean, it's like no part of the rest of my hand other than fingertips is touching the mouse. Yeah, I But don't it do doesn't that. feel like, yeah, and I've had mice before that were, like, bigger, that, you know, it's like if the mouse, like, comes up to where my hand is, then sure, but it's a, uh, I'm using a Logitech uh, G305, which is, like, a pretty small gamer mouse anyway.
0: All right, yeah. we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close out on these two funny things here. Uh, there's a mod that makes Kratos the god of dad jokes. Uh, gotta love oh for yes, that. that's an excellent excellent mod. That's and, that's uh,
2: why PC ports are important, folks.
0: That's hundred <laughs> percent correct. That, we that's... will
2: fix your game.
0: Um, and then we're gonna end on an NFT uh, snafu here uh unofficial minecraft nft game blockverse disappears with more than a million dollars um well bye yeah this is this is exactly why i think um the people have problems with nfts right you know companies and like these weird influencers are all getting in on nfts and nfts are just i, I think nfts are going to be a cancer that's just my personal opinion doesn't reflect those of the management.
2: Um, it'll be terrible until one game figures out how to actually do something useful with it but until um, then it's just like we're going to put NFTs in our game okay what are they going to do we don't know yet but we're going to you know it's a buzzword it's like three letters that we have to say because it makes our stonk stonky
0: (laughs) very much so well, that's going to do it for us for the news for today. There's there's a lot of it, and there's even more discussions about all of these things going on over on our Discord server. So if you want to roll on over to discord.otherworlds.gg, you'll get there. When you do, make sure you react to the little controller uh, emote and get yourself a roll into the server and, and join in, in all the conversations. That's how we kind of block all of the the bitcoin spam bots that come out there so that way we don't uh, have to deal with that so it's kind of our little gatekeeping on having to manually manage all that so uh, come on over and have a little chat with us about all things games um we'll see you guys next week this has been episode number 46 yeehaw